Hello, welcome to Matt and Brett Love Comics. This is Uno Consuhosto. Brett. And this is your dose hosto, oh, Matt. <laughs> Guys, we are still kind of punch drunk. It's been days since HeroCon. HeroCon? See? I can't even yeah. get it out. Uh, Heroes Con. We're still kind of punch drunk from it. Guys, what a great time. What a great time. Brett, yeah. uh, I, can't, I can't say I've had... I love New York Comic Con. Uh, but I've never had more fun at a convention yeah. than I did in Charlotte. It's because it's laid back and you can actually do things. Yeah. <laughs> like you can actually walk and breathe. We got a chance to like talk to some really great people. Um, and like actually talk, talk to them. Like hang out and you know have, have some good conversations. Everything is so relaxed at that and, convention. Yeah. And no one feels rushed, which is the other thing. I mean, this is just a huge advertisement for Heroes Con, but everyone... One hand, everyone should make a point to go there next year. Absolutely, but not everyone, because I don't want it to get super crowded. Well, I mean, just <laughs> you guys. Just don't tell your friends. Just you guys show up. We'll you all guys, hang out in the hotel room. We'll have a meetup. Yeah, we'll have um, a meetup. Is that yeah? A, a hashtag meetup. Um, so yeah, we are currently uh, squeezing in the for the front half of this week's book club episode. Uh, we are in a stairwell. In a huge factory building? Is that what this... This is a weird office suite factory building. Yeah, okay. So, Brett and I... Brett and I also do comedy a lot. And we're on an improv team together called Sister Sex Wolf. And we perform weekly at this odd factory building in Queens... That's Long cool. Island City in also Queens, New York. Also a theater. It's right underneath train tracks. It literally, like... If you said to someone, oh, draw a map where you would most likely get sexually assaulted in New York, like yeah. it would be the path from the train to here. There are no, there's a lot of buildings. None of those buildings have windows or discernible doors. Yeah. Also, uh, you walk, you walk down a super shady block that's full of construction and old, uh, abandoned buildings. And when you get here, you have to walk inside uh, a cyclone fence and then up a loading dock that's mm-hmm. not well lit. Just to get into the area that has several of the theaters in it. So I'm saying, sorry for the echo, but it's either echo, loud dance music, or horrible train noise. Yeah. So we chose echo. Yeah, yeah. The lesser of three evils. Uh, But yeah, um, this week we have Joe Quinones and Maris Wicks. Oh my God. What a fun time we had with them. Uh, Yeah. Talking about Young Avengers 1 through 5. Joe and Maris, you may recognize as amazing comic artists um they both they both have what i really love about their art is they have like a really clean defined style yeah in different ways like maris is much more cartoony and fun and she drew my awesome leslie nope she did indeed uh and she did a bang up job on it too um maris uh, maris is killer and joe joe has this amazing expressive style that, yeah. um, you know, he, he did a fill-in on FF. Well, I don't know if it was a fill-in or scheduled, but, you know, he followed Mike Allred on FF, and it was just perfect. Like, his yeah. style perfectly suited uh, that book. It's like when you... It's like when you're not glad Mike Allred is gone, but it's like when you don't miss him. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah. Mike Allred's a, amazing. That's a great point. But it's like, damn, this issue was... As good. Yeah, and, you know, we, we interviewed Joe on the, the covers panel, too, and we had several examples of, like, the, just the great expressiveness that he has, like, it, both in his 
figure work and his facial expressions and and you know he just gets body language and that's so important yeah. especially with a medium that deals in static imagery you have to find a way to create motion and experience in a static image and he does that really well yeah and Maris's style is just so playful and fun and also they are um it was just announced that they are contributing a story to the Batman anthology, Batman Black and White. Wait, really? Yeah. Maris, I missed that. It was announced last week, I think. But Maris uh, wrote the story, ah. and Joe is doing the art for it. And apparently it's been done for years or something, like a long time. And it just got announced. Oh, that's so amazing. Maris is now like one of the... How many people do you think have ever written Batman? There's less than... Well, like we'll 500? Say, well, I was going to say less than 500. Yeah. But even at that number, if you consider the amount of people that have ever existed, or even just the amount of people that have ever been a fan of a comic book, like... To be one of the 500 people that have written Batman. I'm sorry, Maris, but, like, you are the 1% now. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's amazing. Yeah, we're going to have Bane come and visit you now. I hate to break it to you. Oh, no. Um, But, yeah, we talked to them in our hotel room. Um, We only got to the the book, the book club part of the episode done because... Heroes Con is a busy time. Yeah, and they're, had they're great time. people. They're great people and great artists, so they had a great busy schedule, and they were nice enough to yeah. uh, come to our hotel room and spend a few minutes with us talking about Young Avengers. One of the things I don't think people realize when they um, uh, visit artists at conventions, um, they also, they're, they're, they're working. They are. Everyone there is working, and then not only are they working during, during show hours... They're also working in their hotel room oh, yeah. after the show. Yeah, that is a thing that every artist does, and I think it's just not. I don't like not that that should affect your uh, asking for commissions or anything, because like you know, an artist will take on what they can take on. Like that's kind of on them to decide. But I think you should definitely keep that in mind if the artist doesn't get to your piece. Yeah, like don't think that they were probably blowing it off or don't care. It's like no, like yeah, every artist works hard like we talked to we talked to Phil Noto on the floor yeah. on Sunday and we were like how was your night last night and he said oh well I went back to my hotel room early uh, I caught up on some commissions I fell asleep at 12 I woke up at 5 and started working again yeah. and he said this as he was working on a gorgeous commission yeah. at the same time yeah so they're, they're having fun because you can't not have fun at Heroes Con but like right. also they're working. They're so working. It's yeah, it's, it's still. Great, but it's, it's great. you know, it's it's an industry thing. We we as fans are are fortunate enough to. It's almost like they open their drafting table up to yeah. us. Yeah. In a way. It's so cool. And we're fortunate enough to get to hang out with them while they ply their craft. I I just hung around the Kelly Sue DeConnick and Matt Fraction table. At times, just to watch them. Yeah. Just because the lines they had, the interactions they were having, it was like being at a fun party. Like a cool party full of sincerity and awesomeness. You know, that was what it was like at most of the, in most of the lines and most of the cosplayers. Yeah. You know, we met, um, uh, uh, we met some great cosplayers, which you'll, you'll hear about soon enough. And, um, just everyone, everyone was so friendly and, like there was a there was an almost familial vibe to everyone. Like even yeah. in the bar after hours, 
which was so much fun. Like everyone is just hanging out, rubbing elbows with each other, and it's, it helps because there's only one. There's, I mean, there were more than one place to go, but pretty much everyone goes to the Westin. Yeah. Whereas like New York Comic Con, like the Javits is in the middle of nowhere, near near literally literally nothing. nothing. Like and there's, there's a, a two story McDonald's nearby. Yeah. <laughs> that I've seen Matthew Broderick at once. That's true. Oh, I am. I ran in. I almost <laughs> ran into him to, uh, this week. Oh. Wow. I was texting. Uh, two quick celebrity stories that happened this week. Um, I was texting as as while I was one walking. One of them is at JFK last week. No. That oh, one? that was a third one. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so when we were coming back from Heroes Con, we, uh, we got off our plane, and as we were walking through JFK, we saw chilling at an empty, uh, at a, at an empty gate uh, Val Kilmer yeah, Batman and, uh, and a security guard just very casually chilling out there. Also, and let's put it out there. Val Kilmer looking better. Much better. Not, not as puffy. Puffy, not as bloated. I think, was the word that uh, everyone used, and that's accurate. I mean, maybe this is bad body shaming, so I mean, I'm sorry. But yeah. you look, he's looking good, so it's yeah. a compliment. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at the positive side of it. And yeah. we, we, as we were waiting at the taxi line... It was the first time I'd ever seen paparazzi actually yeah, in action. And they were there for Val Kilmer or for tennis pros. It was it was Val Kilmer, okay. uh, and they just they literally put their camera lenses on the windshield oh, and on the glass. Like we were getting anxiety just watching it happen. It was it was creepy. Then on Monday, I walked out of I walked out of the UCB offices and I was walking to get lunch and I was uh, I was being a douchey New Yorker texting as I was walking, looking down at my phone, and the crown of my head almost bumped into someone's chest, and I looked up to apologize, and it was a guy on the phone, and I said, sorry, and he just kind of nodded and, and smiled, and it was Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, and then yesterday, yeah. uh, I was walking down the street, and I found $5 on the ground, and <laughs> I was so excited that I found this $5, I was looking down Abraham at Lincoln is not a celebrity sign. Oh, I, well, I, at first I thought it was. <laughs> Uh, and then I, and then as I was walking, I almost ran into two people, and one of them was Chris Rock. <laughs> and uh, well, it was again, I was on my way to lunch, and uh, it, was, it was super random. That that a happened. lot of celebrities hang out at the Port Authority. I guess. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, but Heroes uh, Con was a whirlwind because we left New York. Uh, the two of us, um, producer Ben, who you've heard on the previous two episodes, yep. talking about Star Trek. And then also Kirk from the Justice League International episode. The four of us flew out at, well, it was supposed to be seven, right? Or eight? Yeah, it was supposed to be, well, it was supposed to be seven, uh, eight, eight a.m. Yeah, I got up at five a.m., so that was fun. Yes. Um, so it was like, so we got there Friday morning and then immediately went to the con. And then we was there all day and then we left on Sunday night. So it was just like in and out. Yeah. That was the only thing we did. We, we rode the uh, Heroes Con shuttle van with Bob McCloud. Uh, yeah, and I didn't say anything. Um, even though I, he, Bob McLeod, people who don't know, co-created the New Mutants with Chris Claremont in yes. the early '80s. So he is the co-creator of Cannonball, uh, a character that I have two different pictures of on my bag, on my messenger bag. As you sat beside him, <laughs> uh, as I was getting out, I did kind of uh, linger, like when I was like getting up from behind the the, the the chair, the seat. I I lingered and let my bag hang. As close to him as I could, just to maybe catch his eye. Sure. So he would, I don't know, know that someone appreciates his character? You sound like someone at a bar. I don't know. Like, like primping weird. their hair, or like tilting their phone so people see what yeah. music they're playing. Was like peacocking? Is that what that was? Uh, maybe a little bit. Um, it's okay, though. But also, I was like, well, the patch is a Bilson Kevich. It's true. So I don't know how he feels about you know what happened to 
after he left, after issue three. He looked over, ripped it off your bag. He ate it. Yeah. It's like, bro, I'm going to shit this out because that's all it's worth. <laughs> um, uh, it was a good, it was a good show. Yeah. It's it was a, so much fun. Guys, if you get a chance to go to Heroes Con, absolutely do. And we hope you guys like the um, Stumptown panel from last week. We have a covers panel coming up some point soon. That was my first pan. That was the first time I'd moderated a panel, and I was so nervous going into that. Um, <clears throat> the, it's Greg Rucka. Yeah, I... It's Matthew I, Southworth. Yeah, I did not expect... You, um... It's kind of like when, when we saw Mark Bagley. Like, I, you get... From when you only see an artist's work, you kind of just assume what they would look like based on their work. Uh, like, Stuart Eminem looks like Stuart Eminem, I think. That's fair. And usually with artists, I feel like they look like their drawings. So with Mark Bagley, I was kind of looking, like, expecting someone to look like his version, like his version of Peter Parker, but maybe, like, 20 years older. Sure. Uh, but Mark Bagley does not look like that. No. He's like, I think I might be taller than him. Maybe. Not much. Like, yeah. he's probably 5'5". Five, five. He might be 5'6". Five, I'm 5'6". Five, uh, so that was like, oh. Uh, and then, like, Greg Rucka only writes, like, hard-boiled crime gritty like oh yeah dramatic like great stuff that he is one of the most like entertaining funny charismatic just good natured people you know i i watched him quietly take a group of teenagers on sunday and this was this was like an off this was an off the floor thing and i don't know exactly what it was but i watched him walk eight teenagers over to a table out of the way where no one could see them and he sat down with them and I just uh, I was at the table near them and I just listened to him answer their questions about the industry and about art in general and he was just so gracious with his time Uh, and you know it's really great to meet amazing talents like that and find out that they're that they're just as cool as you would hope that they would be they're just like nice people yeah I mean that's, it seems like the easiest, that's like the easiest public relations in a way. It's just yeah. really nice. I mean, that's like watching Kelly Sue all weekend. And also like the Carol Core panel, which I wish that we had just recorded from the audience for posterity. Oh God, <laughs> That yeah. panel was absolutely amazing. And it's just because, um, it's because Kelly Sue is a phenomenal public speaker. Yeah. And I don't know if she would say that, but she definitely is. She knows how to handle a crowd and she knows how to, um, she knows how to talk to people, basically. Yeah. And and Flat Bear and Cheeseburger Danvers were great as well. Yeah. It was really heartfelt, awesome panel. That was definitely the most attended panel I was in all weekend. Yeah. It was packed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my favorite thing was when they asked for questions and Deadpool raised his hand. A guy dressed as Deadpool raised his hand. And Kelly Sue was like, oh, God, no. I'm terrified. Yeah, like, I am terrified of you. Do not. Yeah. Like, because this, this guy dressed as Deadpool. And then he just asked, like, a normal question. Yeah. Um... It was really cool. Uh, it was like Tumblr come to life in all the bright ways. Yeah. Guys, we have a really great review episode for you today. Uh, we're covering Young Avengers issues one through five. Volume two. Volume two, not volume um, one. Because old Matt here uh, got the email from Brett that we were going to read Young Avengers one through five. Did you read issues Joe one and through five? And I read one through five of is that the Alan Heinberg, Jimmy Chung. Is that a whole arc or was it a six-parter? It was a six-parter. So you just thought we were going to do the first five chapters? Yeah, of I, I was like, okay. I mean, like, I'm, okay, Brett, I'm go along with it. Weird decision. <laughs> I thought that there was a because con- you knew you know Joe and Maris better than I do. Oh and yeah. I assumed that there was some conversation that had taken place. They're like, we hate 
Yeah. Young Avengers number six, volume one. So much. So I read those and I was ready. And then the, the day, the day we were supposed to record, uh, you just mentioned Karen Gillan. And I went, oh, wait. Are you talking about the most recent run? And you went, yeah. yeah. And then pulled out your iPad and just handed it to me. And I was like, okay, I'll catch up. Yeah. <laughs> how are those, uh, how did Heimberg and Chung's issues hold up? Uh, really well. I bet so. Actually, yeah. They're, um, I'll tell you, Heimberg, he, he does a great teenager as well, but it's a different type of voice. Oh, yeah. You know, um, Gillen writes, and we, we talk about this in the review, but like he writes, like the coolest teenagers you wish you could have been. Yeah. You know, like like just just nails that sort of voice. And the the Heinberg Chung run is is phenomenal too. Like I remember even reading it at the time and being like, oh yeah, these sound like kids who are distracted and don't know where to go. They're very confused. Yeah. Um but they, it was great as well. But uh so the the general premise of Young Avengers Line Two, One through Five uh, is that this follows the Young Avengers, or hold on, Avengers the Children's Crusade, which was a nine-part storyline done by Heimberg and Chung. Yes. Uh, which resurrected, which brought the Scarlet Witch back into the fold and, you know, answered a whole bunch of questions, killed some characters. Basically, at the end of it, the Young Avengers were like, fuck this. Yeah, so, they decided that they weren't going yeah. to do the hero thing anymore. So Volume 2 picks up with um, only three characters from that first volume, which is Hulkling, Wiccan, and Kate Bishop. Uh, and all the, all the characters are scattered until about issue four or so. Um, but basically, Hulkling and Wiccan, uh, Teddy and Billy, are living with Billy's parents in Chelsea, which I love that they're living in Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it also looks like Chelsea. Yeah. Um, which is a neighborhood in New York that UCB Theater is in. Uh, and Teddy is, you know, right, rightly upset that his mother is... This is also spoilers alert, but you guys know this by now. Spoiler alert. Um, Teddy's upset that he doesn't have a mother. Or, like, he's like, I'm going to deal with this thing yeah. that happened that we never really dealt with. Yeah, so Billy casts a spell to bring Teddy's mother back, but what he instead brings back is an uh, interdimensional parasite... Oh boy, yeah. ...that creates... That creates a sort of blindness in adults. Yeah. It, it, it mind controls adults, like brainwashes them to do its bidding, but then also, uh, we retroactively find out, also makes it to where adults cannot see the events that are happening, which is why we find out, like, false second Heimdall don't care that, like, they're fighting Loki's dad. They're yeah. fighting, uh... And, like, Cap and Thor and Cap don't Thor. care. Although, I kind of, like, didn't like that reveal because I loved the idea of Cap and Thor just, like, noticing, like, whatever. Like, yeah. they have that. Like, sure. they're, it's fucking art. We're off the clock. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, and then the... All of the young Avengers get kind of roped into this spell and the young Loki's machinations and if he's, you know, telling the truth or not. And yeah. they all have to come together to stop the spread of the evil parents, get rid of the parasite... Etc. Yeah, and it deals with it deals with a lot of like, oh god, I'm gonna sound like such a douche saying this, but like teen issues. You know, like the opening of the entire series is Marvel Boy and Kate Bishop uh, post coital, yeah. like the next morning, uh, uh, one night stand, yeah. waking up on a spaceship. Yeah, and and then you know, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool sort of um, genre breaking, and by that I mean actual like art genre of the art yeah. breaking, like breaking panels. And like futzing with the idea that this is a comic book, 
Um, this is has a, to be seen to believe. Th- this is a team that you can tell just plays so well together. They're like watching. They're like watching the San Antonio Spurs okay. like do uh, do a comic book or like the Heat. Like watching these like amazing, well-oiled machines of sports teams that like instinctively know how to work together as a team. Um, I mean, you got like I mean, Kieran and Kieran Gillen is the writer. Jamie McKelvey is the artist with Mike Norton yes. on assists and backgrounds. Indispensable, indispensable. Yeah, uh, and Matt Wilson uh, doing colors. And I cannot think of the letterer's name, and I feel like a chip. I believe he's a, a virtual calligraphy guy, right? Oh, is it Clayton Cowles? I don't know. I'm. I, don't know. I always assume everything is Clayton Fowles. Yeah. I highly recommend that you check out issue uh, four yeah, with four. the yeah. Marvel Boy with the with Marvel Boy's hero moment Jeez. that has a like twelve a bullet pointed twelve step diagram of his attack in the nightclub that they're in. Issue it's four. Phenomenal. Issue four might be issue of the year for me so far. No kidding. Probably. I mean, it's. It has everything in it. It's so good. Yeah. It has at least two or three like jaw drop moments in it that are just so much fun. The yeah. book is so much fun. I highly, if you haven't read this yet, definitely read it and then come back and listen to Joe Quinones and Maris Wicks discuss it with us uh, in like a couple minutes. That, that's this episode. That's happening. Yes. Yeah. And we've got, we, we still have a little bit more uh, stuff to get out to you guys from Heroes Con. Mm-hmm. Um, we have interviews with creators, interviews with cosplayers, uh, yeah. uh, as well as the comic covers panel. So that'll all be rolling out over the next couple weeks. Yeah, uh, stick with us. We've got a really fun summer lined up, you guys. Uh, we've got some other cool stuff to announce uh, for this summer, but that will be coming down the pike once we kind of exhaust our Heroes Con stuff. We've got some great books we're going to be reading with some really cool people. Uh, but i got to say, I'm really excited about the show right now. Yeah, Mad Men is great this season. Yeah, Mad Men's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, jaw-dropping moment after jaw-dropping oh, moment. It's true, though. I watched watch that. Oh, man, I watched that most recent episode when we got back, oh, and I was so tired, but I couldn't not watch it, awesome. and yeah. lost my mind. Awesome. Well, enjoy this episode, and we will see you soon. So yeah, Young Avengers, Volume 2, number 1 through 5. Let me just say first, when oh. Brett told me we're reading Young Avengers, I read Volume 1, 1 through 5. And Which, yeah. uh, the the Alan Alan uh, Heinberg Jim Chung. Jim Chung run from 2005, and I was like, "All right, we're ready to go." And he was like, "Oh no, no, we're oh, reading no. the Kieran Gillen run." It's like, oh, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So, like, what made you? What you guys are reading this right now? Like, you're like when yeah. you're like up, you're uh, you're into it. Well, I'm gonna. I am the one who started reading it uh-huh. um, because, and this is totally horrible. Well, not horrible, but like I saw the variant cover for issue one. And I was like, ooh, look at the this Riley, awesome Riley, 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 Riley. Riley. Oh yeah. So I got my comic book shop to set one aside for me, and then I read it, and I'm like, this is so good. So put yeah. me on the subscription list for this book. So it was like a really nice gateway drug because I obviously love Brian Lee O'Malley's work, but I was like, I. I hadn't read anything by Jamie McKelvey, and then I found out like way later that Kieran is it Kieran Gillen, Kieran Gillen yeah. uh, wrote that Dazzler one shot that I absolutely love. So oh, I got no. like super psyched. So I was like, yay! <laughs> so, so it all ended up the, being good. Didn't Kalman draw that? Yeah, I, I think yeah. Kalman drew it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and the, the book, I. <laughs> I like phonogram. Good phonogram. I, I still love. need to read that. Someone told yeah. me to read that. Oh, I'm sorry, I haven't read it yet. I'm a music yeah. nerd, and like if you're, if you, yeah, it's I'm just it's just nerd. so steeped in like the first volume is just all Brit pop. It's yeah, it's really great. And 
this book is almost like it's almost like a comic book's comic book. Mm-hmm. Like it's first of all, it's like super accessible, but on the other hand, it does things with the form of comic books that I've never seen done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how or um, that like you've seen done in like what is the issue where there's like it t- it like steps away, so it's like that Sims Sims. Uh, SimCity perspective. Oh, um, issue issue four, um, the, issue four when uh, Marvel yeah. Boy crashes That's the club. It, yeah. yeah, and he's so, like, you get these close up actiony superhero panels of him like just demolishing everyone in this room, and then there's this huge drawback panel that uh, just tracks him, um, yeah. like, schematically as oh, he moves through the space, and it's like labeled one, two, three, four, like oh, yeah, really great. And I'm gonna there's maybe a key a, as well, like it's yeah. so yeah. awesome. I'm gonna maybe be alone here in thinking that when I saw this initially, I was like, oh, this is so Chris Ware. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> no, to no, lay out absolutely. This, like beautifully drawn, like architectural schematic with one character. I mean, it's not the same style, but like yeah, uh, but like that, and then the the humor of the the label and everything. It is, but the, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the label are like like one of them is like he puts on a record. Yeah, he puts up a record. It tells you what song it is, mm-hmm. uh, like. Pocket Dimension Record Storage. That actually could probably be on Kieran Gillen's tombstone, maybe. It's like, <laughs> like, Pocket Dimensions Record Storage. Like, that's what Kieran Gillen, like, that's almost his genre, in a way. That sounds like a cool record store name. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, like, ooh, nice seats. Like, oh, and, like, run right up. Oh, I hope Kate's watching now. I, yeah. I love like, it. Oh, just, yeah. And he's like, oh, they destroyed my shoes by kicking these alien faces in. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, and like every like they said in all those interviews, like every single issue they wanted to do something that was like crazy, like fight scene as music video. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and like in issue one, you have that amazing like the first double page spread um, with Kate and she, when she wakes up on Novar's ship, and it's like, oh no, those scrolls are attacking. Is like the first <laughs> thing that happens, and then you get that double page spread. Which well, is taking forever to load. Oh, it yeah. has an awesome cinematic feel, but also you're right, like music video. Like there's a yeah. there's a design to it that I haven't seen in comics before. At least at least superhero comics. Yeah, it's and awesome. just like I love like I have no powers and not nearly enough training, but I'm doing this anyway. Being a superhero is amazing. Everyone should try it. Adrenaline. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, yeah. The 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 way that they're it feels. I'm gonna sound like an old person saying this, Go but it, it feels young. It feels young right. and full of energy. Like yeah. this, it's just like crackling at the edges with like this this uh, enthusiasm and this energy and it's just like when you're a teenager like you have you you, you have all these feels and and <laughs> all this yeah. you, know, so many you, feels. you don't know where feels. you don't know where to direct it and you don't know what to do with it and that's yeah. what it feels like as you, as you're reading this book well, it's nice because it's not condescending. Because I feel like a lot of times when teenagers are written or when kids are written, they're written in this weird condescending voice. Like I'm an adult writing a teen. Yeah, but yeah. Like, mm. And it's not that I think that all teens talk like this or act like this. But there's like I like reading teen stuff, and I get yeah. just like yeah. you know, like like similar to like watching Buffy or like I'm trying to think of like other teen stuff. This like, feels so of, it, so much like Buffy in a way. It's. It's great, and it's I like the romance and the the inner turmoil, and I don't know. I love I like, <laughs> like there's all those aspects, but also with action, and I think I'm just it's a hook for me as a reader because I yeah. know what I like. So that's yeah, well, it's like it echoes like the like high intensity and emotion of being a teenager. Yeah, it's yeah. like everything feels so important that happens to you. Like, yes, and like it actually is, but like. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it like sort of mirrors how that is in reality, where like the parents don't see it, and like and it doesn't register to them. Yeah, um, and like that, like that metaphor, like extrapolating to like in this, literally, the parents and adult characters don't see it. Like, yeah. the, like the Avengers, uh, like in issues like three and four, 
at one point when they're fighting the frost giant and you get Heimdall and Valsag is like, what's going on? Ah, oh, they're fighting a like Olympus <laughs> fight, ah, whatever. And then the next issue you get like Thor, is it Thor and Captain America? Thor and Captain America. They're like drinking tea or something. While like. they're fighting in Central Park and like you see like running up at the bottom I, of the panel just like a ton of people. I have to look that up because the yeah, there's issue four, is like, yeah. Is it four? Four is just everything amazing, is it? Well, you know, you were saying oh, yeah. like everything feels like like dramatic and important it, when we're in issue five and Billy walks into the ship and puts the gun to his... Yeah. Like, that just feels like such a teenage moment that, like, yeah. everything is my fault and, yeah. and it would be yeah. better if I was gone. And Yeah. Well, oh. I can't imagine, like, feeling... like I, I mean, I know what I felt like a teenager. It was a hot mess. But, like, can you imagine yeah. being that, like, with... Freaking powers to, on top to of warp that? reality. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> and like being so responsible. Like also the 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 reality of like seeing your dead parents come back and like they're not being your parents, but like that's pretty heavy. And they yeah. handle it like yeah. pretty. It's like it's like they handle it in a good way because it's all damage control. They're just like, oh, we're gonna deal with this. Like probably so sh- psychologically, it's it's probably maybe they'll get into that yeah, later. Like, but, like there should yeah. be some they're fallout. Just, well, they're just future <clears throat> issues. Yeah, yeah. But right now they're just doing damage control. And they're dealing it with the way that you'd have to deal with it if your dead parents were trying to kill you. Yeah, parents. yeah. <laughs> So you have you have the cat. Yeah, this, Thor this page. is it. So it's like, <laughs> so like Thor in Thor speak, the kingdom of slumber escapes you, Captain. You can say that, and like they're just like in behind them, like the ship swoops in. There's like a huge battle. <laughs> it's like going over like five panels, and then like uh, anything up says Captain uh, America, and Thor's like nay. <laughs> also, I, font, like Thor font, like that's so great. I love that like Cap is wearing a Cap T-shirt, yep. yeah. like sort of the same way that uh, like like you would wear a free T-shirt that you got from work. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. you know, I work at Google, so I wear a Google shirt. All the time. Everyone's keep on giving me these shirts. Fine. Yeah. So, Joe, like Maris is the one that got you into this, or she was like, you have to read it, right? Yeah. Or, well, I was so it was sort of in my peripheral for a while, yeah. just from my uh, yeah. my Tumblr feed and following Jamie McKelvey because he yeah. posts. Uh, Little samples from pages from time to time. I was like, that looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of Miss America. I don't know anything about her really, but she seems pretty cool. Have you drawn Miss America Chavez ever? I will be, actually. <clears throat> probably tonight. Oh. <laughs> for a Late tonight for oh. a commission. Yeah. Okay. You got really excited. Ooh, exclusive? Yeah, like, exclusive? Can we get Do we got a scoop? Let me put on my reporter hat. Hey! Uh, <laughs> also, like, for a book, Young Avengers Volume 1, like, characters that these books share are, like, just, are just Kate Bishop, Billy, and Teddy. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're only those three. And then we're given, like, Kid Loki is brought in from Journey to Mystery. Uh, Novar is brought in from just being all over the Marvel Universe, but never really having that much attention paid to him. Right. Uh, and then we have Miss America Chavez, who is totally new. While she was in The Vengeance, is it called Vengeance? That miniseries. Oh, that, that Joe Casey Joe Casey did that miniseries. Yeah. Um, but this is basically her big thing. Uh, so it's all these pretty new-ish characters. Are there any that really jump out to you guys that you like really loved, and why did you love them? Uh, well, Miss America jumped out to me. Like I love her costume that it's like just like super casual, like yeah, like <laughs> hot a, pants and jeans. Super casual, like, super casual. <laughs> and her hair is fantastic. I uh, love her hair. I yeah, just like and, big you know, hair like having a, like a Latina, like super, like really powerful oh, uh, woman in comics. Like yeah. that's great. Yeah. Uh, and also um, having her be Miss America. I mean, like, I mean, the GOP convention is this weekend. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like if we went and told them, yeah, there's a character named Miss America, 
who's Hispanic. Like, who's Latino? Like, like, they want her. We want her. Q2 faces melting from Raiders of Lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't be upset. They'd be like, well, would she like to come and speak at our convention? Oh, yeah, yeah. We might have a seat for her. Yeah, we are insulting every one of our right leaning. I'm sorry. They're still great people. I'm gay and I want to get married. I don't know. I have a reason to be like this. Yeah, like, she. Jumped out to me. What about you? Same thing, Maris? Uh, so I really like Wiccan. Yeah. Um, not yeah. just because we share similar hairstyles. But, um, You're getting like know. ideas. Well, I also, I like, so I'm really bad at, uh, forgive me, I'm really bad about names. I call them all the best superhero names. I really like Wiccan and Hulkling's relationship just because oh, it's, yeah. it's charming and I love it's young cute, relationship, really but I feel like, I feel like you don't see young relationships in comics that aren't just like over, over ridiculous. Like yeah. I just like that they love each or other. Or constantly breaking up. Yeah. Like, constantly yeah. like fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And, in and a way, then, like, they first appeared as a couple. Like, yeah. they've never not been apart, which is interesting. People yeah. are super invested in their relationship. And I like that it deals with, like, elements of parents maybe not being okay with it, or parents being okay with it, and, like, the mm-hmm. foster parent situation. There's just, like, a yeah. lot of stuff going on, and I think it's not heavy-handed. It's just nice to know that that exists. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I'm a big fan of themes and comics that are heavy, but they're treated in a way that are, like it's just happening and you're not like it's not like arrows pointed to right. it like look but at because this it's like doing it in the most weird fun superhero so, way possible yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, her mom comes in and she doesn't approve of them living together, but it's not her mom. It's, like, yeah. he's a and also, different I like, dimension. Yeah. She, doesn't, she doesn't even disapprove of them being gay, which I think is the big step. She, she disapproves of him being in any relationship. She says, like, yeah. when fake mom like comes in, she's like, you aren't going to be ready for a relationship for decades, maybe. Like, yeah. that is... I was, I, I was really glad to read it that way. Yeah. And it wasn't just, yeah. like, that yeah. Karen Gillan didn't just go with, like, well, of course, the evil mom's, like, a homophobe. I like yeah. that in this universe... Mm-hmm. Even evil people are like, okay, come on. But, but that's the thing. Like, why would it? Why would a parasite care about exactly. sexuality? You know, yeah. Yeah, right. it's more about the the structure uh, and the order. Speaking about sexuality, uh, this is like I don't know. I'm obsessed with Kieran Gillen's like notes on this book and his letters pages on this. Oh God! Uh, Listen, like I could. I could just read a book of, of Kieran Gillen talking about the books that yeah. he writes yeah. because it's so fun. I, I don't know. The purposeful choice to open up the series with a post-coital like, one-night stand between Kate Bishop and Novar wherein like Kate Bishop is the one that has the gaze upon the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she even says, like, I should feel bad about this. I think that part of me is really stupid. Which usually, you know, there's like slut shaming and stuff. Like mm-hmm. women shouldn't yeah, sit yeah. around, but like if Novar wants to, it's fine. And I love yeah. that like the book starts out with her just being like, "Yeah, fine, I slept with a dude because I'm a person." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that. And then one of the letters pages and one of the later issues, someone writes in like to chew him out about that, and he basically, <laughs> I, I can't remember which issue it is, but he's basically like, "Okay, you can say that Kate Bishop is a slut for doing that." I'll have you know, pretty much every one of my female friends has done that same thing, so you just called all of the women I know sluts. So I don't, <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah. And it's like, the thing is, like, being right. honest about, like, how human beings act and cutting through all the decades of gender bullshit. <laughs> no, I totally agree, but I think that's, like... Yeah. I think yeah. that's why I like this book so much, and you put it very eloquently, because it's, like, feelings that I internalize, but I can't necessarily... Uh, 
elaborate on as, as eloquently as you just did. Yeah. But this is, and I feel bad because I'm always like, this is this is a book that I'm recommending to like everybody. And like, I don't know these characters very well. I don't know a lot of history of the Marvel universe, but I like want to. I want to keep reading this, and it doesn't matter. I mean, I kind of was excited when I'm like, ooh, Wiccan's mom is Scarlet Witch. I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I don't. I, I feel like you don't need to know that much about these characters. And if you wanted to, you could like easily find that information on the internet. So it's like you oh, can yeah. jump no, into you this can book easily like, jump pretty into easily. Oh yeah. Like, oh. you know, I read Young. I guess it was the first volume. Yeah. It was a long time yeah. ago. They had that 12-issue run that lasted, like, it took them two years to get two out. Two years, yeah. Um, but I basically forgot all the details. So, so as though it was coming to this uh, anew. So yeah. I, I instantly And I like seeing Kate Burton, because I'm also reading Hawkeye, which Joe got oh, me yeah. into. Because I, I have a hard time reading anything that's... Well, I read a lot of nonfiction science writing, and that's not comics. So I, it's hard for me to, like... <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to sit down and read comics. So I'm like, ooh, I get to see her in two comics. Yeah. <laughs> which is no, super exciting. We have a, our, our, our friend Becky is a science writer, and we've had her on the show. Yeah, she ooh, interviewed Warren that's... Ellis for what magazine? Oh, was it was Wired? Sw- or Science? Or, no, it, oh, God. I don't know. It was a... Sci- no, you're right. It was like a science... It was a science publication. Yeah. Uh, so it was for Snarfitten. Yeah. You guys know oh, that? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but she, she similarly, uh, it feels like the same way. <laughs> Weird but, reading matter. But there's a, but there's a, there's an interesting crossover there too. I think, like, because you know, it is science fiction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and we're we're dealing with like these these fantastic high concepts uh, in in a way that's that's accessible and fun, and that's I don't know. I feel like Kieran Gillen knows how to handle. A high concept with like the emotional core that that you can hook into as a, as a human. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I love. I I would. I read Kid Loki like all day, every day. I love I really that like character. Kid Loki too. And, and there's there's a page in issue four that I feel it's like a two panel transition that I feel is just like perfectly encapsulates the character where he's talking to Hulkling about Billy. And uh, Hulkling stops him and says, how do you know so much about us? And he turns and has a sad look on his face and says, you don't trust me. Why should I trust you? And the next panel is him jumping out of the ship with a giant smile on his face saying, come on, let's go save the world from us. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, right. um, and then cutting back to him like eating in a diner. Like, well, Is it like... Well, yeah, what is he eating? Like waffles bacon. or something? Yeah, like oh, bacon yes. and eggs? Yes, yeah. he <laughs> loves bacon. Loves yeah. bacon and milkshakes. Okay. Um, I love the thing. I'm like, I'll, also the thing... Uh, the fact that Kieran Gillen has soundtracks. Like, when you guys do, like, work, you, you do you listen to music ever? I know you guys usually, like, watch bad movies or... Music uh, or podcasts or podcasts. comedy podcasts yeah. or... Uh, I sometimes listen to, like... Well, we listen to science podcasts, too. Mm. Sometimes we do separate stuff. Sometimes we do stuff at the same time. Yeah. Depends on what we're feeling. For sure. <laughs> I have sure. a hard time with the freeform comedy podcast sometimes. Like, uh, which which podcast do you guys... Uh, comedy podcast do you guys listen to? Uh, comedy Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. I, listen to. I don't have a hard time with that one. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. Uh, how Did This Get Made? How Did oh, This Get I love Made is great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we rip off the format of that, except it's movies we love instead of uh, comics we love instead of movies we hate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, what else do we? Uh, we we, we listen to the best show for a while. That, you listen to the best show for you, a while. Yeah. Sometimes you, it's you just like, like a, it, it's. Well, I I tend to listen. I like to like get information out of what I listen to. Hence the nonfiction science yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard for me to like listen to just free form talking. And then we'll, we'll also do like Radio Lab. Yes. Oh, Radio Lab's um, great. Yeah, I love Radio oh, Lab. So nerdy. It's American about... Life, but then it makes us cry, so we're like, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, on these like, pages. Hey, yeah. Joe, love your pages. Love tear stains. <laughs> I, I just love that you feel you feel what Kieran and Jamie listen to when you read this book. Oh, when yeah. You feel all this. The fact that he puts on Be My Baby on like the first page, and like, it's like, 
there's like uh, on the title page of issue one, it's like Novar is listening to. Yeah, that's yes. awesome. I it, their their books when they when they collaborate, their books feel cooler than I could ever hope <laughs> to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like it, it's just it's fun and uh, yeah. I I follow Kieran Gillen on Spotify because oh, I'm uh, he makes oh, he makes great playlists. <laughs> He had this amazing end of the year playlist. It was like his top fifty tracks of twenty twelve, and at least twenty of them I like starred because I was like, oh my god, this is like, these are like heavy rotation songs already. Are there any? Is there any stuff in the five issues that you guys as? I mean, like, because we're comedians who talk about comics and read comics, but you're people that like have like. Batman, you wrote Batman. You're writing a Batman Only story. Eight pages. I know, but oh, still, that's eight more pages than, than <laughs> most of the world. Yeah, <laughs> and like literally, you're probably like only one of maybe what a hundred, like a couple hundred people have probably have written Batman. That yeah, would yeah. Feel special. Yeah, yeah. You're, you are that's you are a about. fraction of a percentage. That is yeah. amazing. Uh, or in like or like draw comics and like so coming from like that background, are there? I'm just wondering, like, are there ways that you like appreciate these five issues in ways that might be different than just like schmucks like us who just yeah read. yeah like from like like craft or storytelling stuff or like uh i mean i feel like for me when i like a mainstream comic because i don't read a lot of superhero comics there has to be like it's like a perfect storm there has to be good writing there has to be good art like and no, like the, like jamie mckelvey is great like, yeah as a drawer as the like yeah. his drafting is amazing um, and they're a perfect match like it, it, both things are singing through equal parts and an equal mm-hmm. parts great i think that's why it's such a lure for me and that's why i'm like i'm that's why I subscribe to it. Yeah. I only subscribe to like one or two comics, so it's like a big deal when I'm like, I want a subscription. Yeah, <laughs> like Kieran Gillen can can write young kids, and Jamie Culver can draw them, oh, and like yeah. I totally believe that they are those ages. Like, yeah, um, not every artist can do that. That's kind of like a hard thing to do, to especially age. teens. And yeah, teenagers, yeah, especially. Yeah. Yeah. That's and there's like this. Uh, I don't no, know. they're just small adults. Yeah, that's all. You right. just draw them like a small adult. Small adults. This is the same. Right. Small adults. Small adults. Hoodie on it. Smuddles. You're all good. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You're all smuddles, you tweeners. I'm a teenager. Tweeners. I wear like in the '90s, or even like any, or like artists who don't know what they're doing. They're like, oh, teenager, just I don't know, like a red T-shirt and like a blue button down, unbuttoned over it, like some Converse and jeans. Yeah, because most most comics are like ten or twenty years behind in style. Yes, Yes. where I'm just like, that's why like that's why I love seeing who's like thumb on the pulse of style. Yeah, Sarah Pacelli, Sarah Pacelli, Ultimate Spider-Man, Adrian Alfona's Runaways, and now like Gina McKelvey's Young Avengers, like these. They're gonna. It's like I don't know. Like they're definitely gonna seem dated in ten or fifteen years. But like, but not date, But where it's just no. like dated in the way that makes total sense. Yes. Like, yeah. Like it should be dated. Like yeah. this needs to feel like now because there's no way it can feel like all the time. But yeah. that's but that's the thing though too is when you're a teenager, it now is the most important <laughs> yeah. moment, yeah, right. and it's it's the most tragic moment. It's the most important moment. It's the most exciting moment. Like all of it is is right now, and that's what this book is. Who, okay, so we're all 18. Which one of these <laughs> six uh, do you think... Wait, you, where are you going with you this? You are most like. <laughs> okay, so like, most like. Oh, not, you're going to ask me who I have a crush on. Who do I want to get with? Uh, <laughs> oh, who do you identify with okay, most who, as, like, like Who was, like, you probably mm. as a teenager? Huh. This is now what I'm going to... Because I would say I was probably... Uh, I guess we can do mixes. Yeah. I mean, probably a mix of, like, Wicked and Kid Loki. Because I think mm-hmm. I had a lot of that, like, the way that... Why kids... are you stealing mine? You... Oh, no! I'm just kidding. I was thinking, like, oh, Brett said what I was going to say. I have to say something different. No, no. <laughs> I was well, keep going. I just, like, because, like, Kid Loki is, like, that weird, like, mood-shifty kind of deal. Yeah. And just, like, 
he's the most outwardly like pop culture referency for a Norse god. Like yeah. that Game of Thrones page where he's like, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Who's your favorite character? Tyrion, Tyrion. I'm, I'm Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> That's like, so I feel like I was definitely like pop culture referencing, always making jokes, but also like that like, oh, like sadness that Wiccan has or like right. that like everything's like, white like, yeah mm-hmm. that, yeah I think I would go with that yeah you summed it up perfectly for me because I was like I like, like I was a super nerd I loved comics I loved science but I was also like in a punk band and I was like oh, I'm wow. fucking cool oh, ah. sorry, I swear on this podcast yeah of course yeah. <laughs> okay. but uh, I had like this weird alter ego because nobody in my high school knew that I did that because I was in a band with like all these guys like like three towns over oh, so man. like I and like I was a dark teenager that's I mean, almost I like I Miss America like, in a way because like that's yeah. like I that told her, I wasn't yeah. as, I wasn't nearly as smoking beautiful as she was. <laughs> I, I was I don't know. I I just like I I was like a little bit of emo, like not really got like, like a punk emo goth, not yeah. the like label label things. But then I also was just like a big nerd, and I love humor. I love I love slapstick. I love puns. Yeah. So I those are like the, those occupied both spaces. So I copied Brett. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know. Somewhere between Wiccan and Hulkling, maybe. Yeah, Hulkling. Like, so, you know, fe- feeling the feels and, like, <laughs> yeah. being, like, kind of shy. What big teddy bear? Because you're, ni- you're a nice guy. I didn't know you in high school. You could have been a I was a total asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, a fucking frost giant. <laughs> yeah, you kept, you kept trading cards rolled up in your sleeve and told people they were cigarettes. And... <laughs> right. Oh, I also like Kate Can Bishop. Can I come on the sure smoke? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Not you. <laughs> yeah. Kate Bishop is great, too. Yeah. I just don't, um, I, I think I just want to be her. I don't know if I'm like her. Though. Yeah. I just like her. <laughs> So you were Kate Bishop and Miss America. Oh, I wish. No, uh, no I was. I, I was you... probably a lot of kid Loki. Okay, I think because well, because of that, like <laughs> that sort of uh, that 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 mood shift and the the same things that you said. Honestly, yeah. it's like the mood shifts and the pop culture references, and then when you're alone, thinking that like, oh man, well. Everyone's against me because I fucking blew that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I do a lot of overanalyzing. I think I'm much better at now as I've gotten older. Not better at overanalyzing. I mean, <laughs> so doing, doing less. less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more efficient at it. Wait, wait, am I better at overanalyzing? <laughs> yeah, awesome. Wait, Guys, let's stop, stop recording. I can go to the bathroom and think for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a think. Think. Uh, but no, I, I think that, uh, you know, those, I, I think that's why I like that character so much too, is like I identify a lot of that in myself and I remember that. Um, yeah. Um, also, you also get to meet everyone's parents in this book too, which is really cool. Like, yeah, I love, we're all coming in. I, yeah. I love seeing like, Miss. I, this is also one of those things, I love that comic books are doing this now. And FF, which we can even fucking get into that, like your issue of FF does that, like, I'm big on this kick now. I feel like assholes feel like comic books are their last bastion of like misogyny and homophobia and just like the way the shitty 50s were of mm-hmm. like, no, the white men are in charge and like women are in bikinis and there are no gay people that exist. And I love that like, <laughs> that like young Avengers. What, who was your history teacher? <laughs> it was in Tennessee. They got so. fired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just like, like love that like FF is like, no, you're going to read FF. We're going to have a transgendered mole man. Like we're going to fucking right. do that. Like, I don't yeah. care. Uh, or you're gonna have like Young Avengers, which is like, no, Miss America Chavez's moms are lesbians, and we're not gonna like you're, we're not gonna get to like the details of like how did two women have a kid? Yeah, like, that's not the story. Not the story because yeah. it just is existing. It just, it just yeah, is. Right. It's, there's it's no so big great. deal made about it at all. It's just yeah. it's very casually just in the story. And, that's, and the fact that she's like, it's my parents, and it is her parents. Yeah, and that's yeah. awesome because yeah. that's yeah. what people need to read. Like, it needs to just be like that and not like drawn arrows to it. Yeah. And like, oh, it's just part of the not white noise but it's like part of like around your surrounding it's it's not even yeah. like it's not about that it's just 
just happening. It's and like, the more that that happens, the more easier it is for you people can't to like, escape. Oh. You cannot. You you are now. If you feel that people are <laughs> because not because super equal, lesbian moms are coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and they, will, and they will beat you up. Uh, yeah. They are tough. Oh yeah. Uh, and one of them apparently was based on Michelle Rodriguez, which I totally oh. saw. Oh, I need to go look at that now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one of the, the second. The, um, I, I just I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, I think, I, like, and that's a, that you're right. That is really subtle. When I read that, I'm like, oh, cool. And then I just like, kept reading. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. And even the, yeah, and things like Kate Bishop totally like owning her like sexuality in a way that like should be done all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. And also like, uh, there are two. Um, yeah, there they yeah, see I uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh there are yeah, two definitely. um back to the camera moments. Oh yeah. Where there's one I think in issue like two or three when when Miss America Chavez like it has those streaks on like two pages like it like very far away. Still incoming. Still coming. Still coming. Oh, somewhere distant. Somewhere distant. Still distant. Yeah. Getting closer and then And then, pow. Bam. Yeah. And then it's like, what did you say? Sorry. Been, Been busy. busy. Yeah, and then again, issue, awesome. issue four or five, Novar has the exact same moment. Come with me. Come with me if oh, you want yeah, to be awesome. Yeah, you're right. That's awesome. Oh, this is yeah. why I love rereading stuff in trades. And then they do a nice job when you flip the page and it's a yeah, silhouette it's for the, the title page. It's the negative of like, oh, Deus Ex Machine yeah. Gunner. Yeah. Oh. Super good design. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I cannot even... When I got issue one, I was waiting for issue one for so long. Because they released the covers to issue one and two. They were so great. Issue one comes out and you get to that double page spread of like that awesomeness. And then you turn the page again, and it's style over substance. Yep. And it's just so amazing. It's just so great. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, are there any final thoughts you guys have about Young Avengers 1 through 5? I can't wait for more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm looking for oh, more. Oh, and also the editor on it is incredible. I was actually just looking. It's Lauren. Oh! We know the oh person who's the editor, and I was like, <laughs> Lauren, you're doing such a good job! I love you! So yeah, I gotta Lauren. go tell her. I forgot that she's the editor on it, so... Oh, Lauren Sankovich. She's amazing. Oh, yeah. She's Lauren Sankovich, you are a delight. I don't know you, and Lauren, you're awesome. I love you. <laughs> no, Come she's to Boston. And I think she's doing an incredible job on the book, so I need to tell her because she's, she's a sweetheart. When are you guys going to do variant covers for it? I'm going to ask her, actually. I don't oh. know if I'm allowed to do anything like that. Lauren, can I do a variant cover? <laughs> Lauren, you're listening, right? So. Yeah. I mean, this is basically. You guys are actually, we just, we just named the microphone Lauren. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Hello, Lauren. You Hi, look very steely today. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, great. So it was really great having you guys talk about this book. Um, I really hope that us. you guys promoting it is going to... You guys have nothing to do with this book. I'm telling everybody to read it. No. So you're no. promoting it. So I feel like they need to pay you guys read back it. with getting, you know, uh, getting you guys a cover. Did you, <laughs> so, did you yeah. hear that, Marvel? <laughs> so you Let's reached go. over as you were saying that like you were going to be like, and under my, <laughs> under my pillow <laughs> is a contract. <laughs> yeah. It's a contract. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming by. Well, yeah. Thanks for having thank us. You. This was really great. fun. And that was Maris Wicks and Joe Quinones talking about Young Avengers Volume 2, number 1 through 5. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. And thanks again to Joe and Maris for stopping by our hotel room at Heroes Con and having that chat with us. If you're interested in purchasing Young Avengers Volume 2, number 1 through 5 by Kieran Gillen, Jamie McKelvey, and Mike Norton, please visit mattandbrettlovecomics.com and buy it through the Amazon links in this episode's show notes. Any purchase you make on Amazon through our online store kicks a little bit of money back to us, and we love money. While you're at mattandbrettlovecomics.com, be sure to check out our back issues like Daily Show writer Jubin Parang talking about X-Force Volume 2, number 1 through 6, or comedian Matt Fisher talking about Generation X, number 1 through 4. And we love hearing from you guys, our listeners, so please tell us what you think about this or any past episode on our website or Facebook page at facebook.com slash 
they love comics. You can also find links to all of our social media presence under Who Loves Comics tab on our website. And if you fancy what you've heard here today, please rate and review the show in iTunes. It helps us out in ways we don't understand. Most importantly, you guys are our best spokesmen, spokespeople, so tell all of your friends about this show. As always, thanks to our producer, Benjamin Regeeb, who hung out on the, on the bed while we recorded this previous episode. And we will see you again with our words next time.